What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Queer Bait Podcast, where two queer chicks talk a little bit of queer shit. Actually, we talk <laughs> a lot of queer shit. What? That's all we do. Why are you trying to experiment with this? I don't know. It just feels right. Don't don't fix what's not broken. Nah. All right, so I'm your host, Ainsley, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Maureen. Hello. Maureen. <laughs> You had something embarrassing happen. My life is an embarrassing moment, but yes, this yes. one you want me to you want me to tell that? So right off the My bat. understanding yes. Oh no, we're jumping <laughs> straight in because it's too good of a story not to share. Fair enough. But my idea around this is to talk about embarrassing stories because I feel like television and movies portray, portray young adults and children's lives like very um oh my gosh, like, oh, this silly thing happened, and then this silly, oh, life is just so embarrassing oh, uh-huh. until you're 40. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I think that's very accurate, <laughs> and I think that's very accurate in uh, queer lives as well. My life will be embarrassing way after 40. Yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with how you're rolling, absolutely. So, I wanted to share embarrassing stories. Okay. AKA my embarrassing stories. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is fresh, fresh in the mind. Yesterday, mm-hmm. go out. This is like last night, maybe like 6 30, 7 o'clock. Go out to get a beer. I, the place where I get my drinks, I don't know, the little bar that I go to. It doesn't really have parking. It's in a funky kind of downtown stylish area. And those don't have parking because why would they? And a lot of weird one-way streets that are very scary. Oh, my God. It's literally the worst. But it's a really cool place. It's got, like, cupcakes and pizza by it. So it's fun. Anyways, I go down there. I drive. I park at the public library. That sounds really weird. But it's, like, right around the corner. And it has a really good parking lot. And you don't have to pay for parking after 5 p.m. And it's, like, the only spot where you can get not paralleled parking. Not that I'm bad at that. But, like, who wants to do that? And so I get my wonderful spot. I go down. I drink my beer. It's great. I get out of there at maybe, like, what time? Around 8 or so? So not that long. I've only spent, like, an hour, maybe an hour and a half at this bar. I get out, take my way back to the car, go, and my car isn't there. And then, and then I have my small <laughs> meltdown because it was a bad day. And then the icing on the cake is that my car is gone. And somebody is in my spot so it's like it's not even just that it's gone like it's really gone it's it's just gone and right (laughs) just gone cue my internal freak out and i and i think we should preface this by you not paying your registration (gasps) yeah so that is an important part of the story to include so my registration expired november of 2018 it is march of 2019 I habitually do not pay my registration on time, but I usually pay it by the end of January 2019. So, like, I have never gone this long without paying registration because I couldn't pay it online and I'm just obstinate and sad and I didn't want to get my smog check and, you know, insert excuse here. And so my registration is, like, heavily expired. To also preface this, I have been almost ticketed over it in this exact same parking area. A nice man came up to my car, a 
ticket man. And he said that he would have ticketed me for my expired registration if I had not been in the car. So I've been warned. Like, Yeah. And also, like, you already got ticketed at your school campus for expired registration. Yep. Yeah, so I've paid, I've paid the penalty, and man, I've paid so much more than that initial registration would have yep, been. Yep, because your car is old, so it's your registration old. is nothing. It's cruddy. My registration, for reference, is like 90 bucks. Yep. But my first ticket was, let me tell you, not 90 bucks. Nope, it was more than that. It was more. So, anyways, so, you know, karma tried to teach me a lesson, but I didn't catch it until today. Because I go back, my car's not there. I'm like, oh my God, it's my goddamn expired registration. Oh, excuse me. That was a curse word. Mm-hmm. Uh, no New Year's resolution. So I was like, man, this is my expired registration. I'm so screwed. They towed my car. Like they towed my gosh darn car. Or the other alternative is that it was stolen. This place is nice. It is not nice enough to not have your car stolen. Yes. I believe that somebody would steal my car. Dilemma being, my car is old, my car is janky, my car is a stick shift. So I'm like, realistically, who's stealing my car? That's what I said last time when my car was broken into. Yeah. And I asked why anybody went and broke into that car. <laughs> Everything was gone. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I have my little meltdown. I call Ainsley. I walk around in the cold because I didn't bring an effing jacket because where's my jacket? <gasps> It's in the car <laughs> with everything else except my wallet, a pair, like, my keys, and my phone. Thank God you finally remembered to bring your wallet and phone with you. I know. I never do, but only because I was going into a bar, a bar and, and needed my ID. license. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's the real truth. Yeah, only reason. Otherwise, it would have just been me and my debit card with all $3 in that account. <laughs> and so I have my little meltdown, call Ainsley. She comes. I freeze my butt in the cold until she gets there because this bar is a little bit of a drive from this place. 40 minutes? Yeah, about 40 minutes. I wanted that beer. <laughs> and then she gets me, come back. I cry. I cry more. No. I keep crying because my car is gone. And I wake up this morning. <laughs> no, oh. hold on. You make me come get you, which is fine. Uh-huh. And then you're crying, which, of course, is fine. But then, you know, we don't even know if your car was to- towed. Who would we call or where would we go? Yeah, it's not on. So, you know, like there are the signs, like if your car is towed. But they're for handicap stall towing, which mm-hmm. is such a random thing. It was just like, oh, if your car was in a handicap stall and has been towed, call this number. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely not in a handicap stall. Lots of confusion. It's like a cue me Googling furiously with tears in my eyes, looking not great in yeah. this big like promenade kind of area where people are probably like, who's this loser? Yeah. And I don't really know the area that well, but I was like, okay, let's drive around a bit. Uh, find the police station. <laughs> Maybe some police stations have like tow yards or you know out yeah. back. So I was like, okay, we'll Ainsley do that. Was smart about it. Yeah, I was like, we'll just look around. No big deal. So I just want to say that we did look around the area. Yeah, yeah we looked. <laughs> Didn't go to our liking. Anyways, no. so we go home. I cry the next morning. I cry some more. I talk to my mother. I'm like, man, like I think my car's towed. Um, how much is it to pay the impound fee? It's exorbitant, let me tell you. And my mom's like, oh, it wasn't towed, it was stolen. She just brushes it off. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to not jump to that. This is the worst possible. 
there's yeah. not another car, you know. Nobody, yeah. no millennial has another car or the money to have another car. <laughs> and luckily, I don't have work today, nor does Ainsley. So what do we do? We drive back to the police station. We go in. I'm like, all right, my car's been impounded. Help me out. What do I do? And they're like, oh, you know what? No, it hasn't been impounded, sucker. I was like... Yeah, the lady was very nice. She tried to casually say, hey, we didn't impound your car, so if it's not there, it's stolen. I know, yeah. She she tried very hard to say it nicely, and just, she's like, okay, we'll take this number, Yeah, go back. Well, she wasn't that gentle, but she was pretty, she was a good... She was nice. She was like a stern mother gentle. As I'm, like, biting back tears, like, brimming, I'm like, okay. And she gives me a nice sticky note, and she's like, go back to where you saw your car last. Call dispatch from there. That's your answer. Like, they're going to help you out. So we go taking a different route than I had originally taken to get back to my car where I thought it was. We go a different route and enter the parking lot, the same parking lot from a different angle, and there is my mother freaking car. (laughs) (laughs) Like 12 hours later, you know, 18 buckets of tears. Morgan's dehydrated and exhausted. (laughs) And there she is. She's just sitting right there, which is ironic because my family had just done this about six months prior. Oh, yeah, they did. They went out to not the same bar, but they went out to like a restaurant bar place with my brother. Promptly forgot that my brother had driven separately from my parents. Everybody goes home the next morning. My brother's like, oh, my car's gone. It's not here in the driveway. My parents like, oh, my God, they stole your car out of the driveway. (laughs) Cue them all calling the police. They file a police report. And then the police were so mad when my parents, like, three days later, realized that the car was sitting in the parking lot of Jose's, (laughs) the restaurant. Oh, it was so good. And it was so funny to hear them tell the story and then you mock them it doesn't feel vehemently i know i was like wow everybody was so drunk that they couldn't remember that he drove separately and look what happened to maureen because i'm a little upset at myself just because i picked you up and we drove through the parking lot oh yeah we drove we we drove through it it's it's not a humongous parking it's not a structure it's a library parking lot it just turns around the building not to the point where you can't see one side of the parking lot from the other but to the point where there are multiple right angles and so yeah so you thought that you were in one corner spot yes i even knew which corner spot second from the corner i was just second from the other corner which i had not bothered in my half drunk stupor to walk over to before (laughs) crying oh it's so good it's it i think that story best describes you and your life it's yeah real talk because <laughs> i came home and cried like why god why me like why mm-hmm. do you hate me today and i asked karma why she was such a b-i-t-c-h and and it was just me all along yep yeah so moral of the story is triple check the parking lot before you think your car is towed slash stolen everything is bad (laughs) that's the moral everything is bad yeah that'll be the lego movie part three yeah (laughs) it's it's been a rough month (laughs) 
it's so good. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that today, after finding your car, we thought, hey, let's go pay your registration so we don't have to, you know, ever worry about, worry about it being towed again. we think it's towed, we just know it's stolen. Yeah. <laughs> so, we go, and we go to AAA, because it's a lot quicker than the DMV, and we fill out all the paperwork, and then I, we, we hand the cashier our card, only to be told that they only take cash. We were so underprepared. <laughs> it was laughable. She's like, do you have any of your registration paperwork, your old registration, anything? I was like, nope, I got, I got my face, my ID. <laughs> Ainsley happened to have a picture of my license plate on her phone. Because... We don't even know the license plate to this car. I don't even know the license plate number. I know the license plate holder is a local university that I did not attend. <laughs> That's all I got, really. It's so good. It's so good. It's so bad. Yeah. I think you do a lot of embarrassing things, but I think you take them pretty well. This one you did not take well. You know what? I think I'm cute and I get away with it. Yeah. Like, I think, like, okay, the other day, I'm I'm training, well, I was training, in the receiving department at our store. Um, and so I go back there, I receive shipments from a UPS person, I'm learning how to do this, so I'm meeting this guy for the first time, and I get left alone, which is fine, so at the end of the conversation, I don't know how this goes, and now I do, he asks you for your name because he needs to write it in the system. Yes. I thought he was asking me my name to befriend me. And I said, oh, my name's Maureen. What's yours? <laughs> and as he writes it down, he's like, oh, okay. Um, my name's Enrique. Bye. <laughs> and it's just like those little things that I think I'm cute, so I get away with more than most people. It looked creepy. I mean, well, not oh creepy. It would just look really dumb with anybody else. And everybody knows how friendly I am. So it's not too weird, but... I just, I was so flattered. I was like, oh, he wants to be my friend. <laughs> he did not. He did not want to be her friend. Yeah. Not at all. He just was trying to do his job. Yeah, he really was. And screw me, man. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, I could not get away with embarrassing things. People <laughs> would be like, yeah, look at this idiot if I did anything. But... I don't get embarrassed, so even though I do lots of embarrassing things, I think, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah. I think a normal person would be kind of embarrassed by it. Yeah, I think you're a freak of nature. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't really get embarrassed because I, I think it's because I don't like people, so therefore I don't care what people think of me. Yeah. That sounds 100% correct. <laughs> oh, I just, <gasps> I just do what I want. Oh, truly. Um, can you tell remember when we first met each other at the bookstore and you needed to yes i was yeah. gonna tell that story okay good because it's literally my favorite story of you this is like this is really early into my job at the first store for you know the bookstore that i worked at and i'm up at the registers in front of these i think it was a guy and a girl right yeah. the customers and i screwed up something with their transaction the usual because i'm Inept. Yeah, I just suck. And I screw up something with their transaction, and I you have to abort the transaction. Um, I just had to start the whole thing over. I can't do that. I need a manager to come up and do that. 
So was she in the area and I called over to her or did I call no, her? No, you the, called her on the phone. I thank God. On the mobile phone. And I think it was in front of you because you told me that I would need to abort. Yeah, right? because you asked me like, oh, what, like, do, what do I, I do? I, and I was like, oh, you have to call a manager. I, <laughs> and so what do I do when I call my manager in front of Ainsley and these customers? I say, hey, Sharon, I need an abortion. Because <laughs> I didn't know what you call it. And the customers are cracking up. Uh, and Sharon comes up there. Ainsley's cracking up. Sharon comes up there. Sharon's not really a laughy, fun manager. She's no. kind of like your strict mother. She's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. She comes up there just pissing herself with laughter as I'm like down under the counter, beat red in the face, literally just like brimming with tears again. It's just really hard sometimes. Honestly, most of my embarrassment comes from work. Just like a couple months ago, um, you think that I would know that it's somebody came up asking for they had Slaughterhouse Five in their hand and they asked for Slaughterhouse Four. I'm not dumb, but it was a really hard day for me. I was like, oh, you know what? I can check it in the system. <laughs> and I start to look it up. He's like, no, no, it was a joke. I thought you'd get it. And I was like, and it's just like these little things where people are like, wow, she's an idiot, but at least she looks cute and adorable and we pity her. <laughs> that one was really rough. I like walked back into the break room and cried because I was so embarrassed. Oh, it's hard being a bookstore employee who didn't know a book, who didn't know the prequel to Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> and he made the joke is that he like he was walking away. He's like, yeah, I'll check on Slaughterhouse like three, two and one next time. And I was like screw you (laughs) as I cried so it's just really hard like I wish that I didn't get embarrassed but pretty much every interaction is embarrassing so you think that I just get over it but I like I blush too which doesn't help like my face goes red can't help it but what are you gonna do it's awful it's so fun being your friend though yeah, I because imagine. I get to just witness it all. Yeah, and I enjoy it. That. Thank you. Hey, I'm. Oh, <laughs> listen, who drove you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who, who drove you? <laughs> who came and woke her butt up and picked me up, and then woke her butt up in the morning and drove me back down there just to find my car in the parking lot? Please don't tell people you had to wake me up at eight. <laughs> <laughs> that you might be them. slightly embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have inferred, anyways. <laughs> yeah was freaking delightful yeah oh it's so good it's so good the only thing that I can think of for me and I wasn't embarrassed but I don't like to cry in front of people yeah so even when I'm in excruciating pain or sadness I just try really really hard to suck it up so this one time at the bookstore um, we have, like, these little dollies. <gasps> I remember you told me a story. Full of, uh, we had this dolly full of books. Um, uh, this one was in boxes, so it was all kind of messed up because it didn't really fit on, on this little <laughs> dolly thing. And it's heavy, so I'm trying to kick it up, and I can't get it, so I finally, like, <laughs> kick it really, really hard to try and get it, and I kick it so hard that it throws me backwards. <laughs> And I fall, and I fall on another pile of books right next to it. I look like a broken rag doll. Granted, this is at Cash Wrap in front of 
an entire line of people. Oh, man. But it's okay because it wasn't embarrassing because I just popped up and went, I'm good. And I <laughs> ran. Like, I booked it straight to the break room so I could, like, start crying because it hurt so bad. Isn't that hard? Like, I was just like, I'm good. <laughs> like, like, I use the receiving room to cry every time. I just, yeah. like, whenever something embarrassing happens, I'm like, break room, receiving room, which one's closer, which one's less occupied? How can I cry in peace? Like, yesterday, no, but I don't know, sometime earlier this week, I was climbing, I was climbing metal racks. Like, as you shouldn't do. We have step stools. I just couldn't find them back there. And so I've seen this other much more light, skinny, small co-worker climb these racks. And so I was like, I can climb the rack. I can just do that really quick. So I'm climbing all these metal racks with my, like, three-pound PDT, like, your scanner in my hand. And my hand slipped and I knocked myself in my face with my pdt as i fell down the racks to the floor and it's just like those quiet (laughs) victories that karma gets it's always the worst when you're alone (laughs) like sometimes it's nice when you're alone and you do something embarrassing because you're like oh good nobody saw but then sometimes you're like i'm alone and i'm sad now (laughs) like i'm alone i'm on the cold cement floor and i don't want to be here anymore in this world as I take out. I just, it's hard. When we found your car, you were just like, kill me. Oh my like, gosh. No, this I've is good. I've never wanted to die so much in this world. Like, it was just, and I had told one of my coworkers last night about the whole ordeal. I was kind of like texting her in the moment, and I was just like, oh my gosh, is it stolen? Is it towed? And she's trying to help me find numbers. And so, when she texted me about three minutes after I found my car, as if she's Psychic. Psychic. <laughs> She's just like, so what's up? Is it stolen or towed? I was like, neither, my friend. <laughs> it she- was hidden by the cloak of invisibility <laughs> called nighttime angles. <laughs> and my mother, who I had freaked out with. Yep. And, you know, it's like, it's so funny because I just hadn't considered this third option. I was trying to weigh whether it would be better if my car is stolen or impounded. Stolen, I don't have to pay my registration. Right. <laughs> Stolen, I don't have another car to drive. Yes. Impounded, I have to pay a lot um, of money. I have to pay the impound yard people money. I have to pay the registration at some point. I have to pay a lot. And my dignity hurts that way. You know, but but this one was a good unforeseen one. Yeah. It was free. That embarrassment was free. Well, dignity yeah. was the cost. Oh, it, yeah, it cost all my pride. I wonder what that um, woman at the police station is thinking. I know. She probably, I was thinking about that deeply. Like, she's probably, she probably called dispatch and was like, hey, did you guys get a call about a, you know, tan Ford 98 Ranger missing? And they're like, oh, no. And she's like, that idiot. Yeah. Because, no offense, she took one look at us and questioned Oh, yeah. If it was gone or not. She didn't... Oh, yeah. She did not look amused. No. She was just like, are you sure it's not there? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm freaking sure, lady. I know my parking spot. I said really, like, vehemently to her. I was like, I know which spot I parked it in. Yeah. <laughs> Psych. So, 
I kind of want to, like, send her a card and tell her she was right. Like, oops. You should buy her some uh-oh Oreos. <laughs> Just send those to her with a, with a card. My bad. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the number for dispatch. Oh, I love your embarrassing stories. I mispronounce things wrong a lot. Yeah, you do. Ah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just because you had a bad night. <laughs> I love it when people mispronounce things. She, Maureen, is a gangsta with grammar and spelling and, and pronunciation. I can admit to mispronouncing She's things. a grammar Nazi. I There is a song in a, God, what is the song? A rapper, instead of saying prevalent, he says prelevant and... I pronounced it. It was when I was younger, and so he was trying to rhyme it with like the word relevant or something, yeah. and so he called it prelevant. And I thought it was prelevant, not prevalent, for years. Yep. So I get it. Yeah. Our manager once in a morning meeting, the guy manager who we like, he couldn't pronounce the word dichotomy. <laughs> the dichotomy of leadership by Jocko Willink. He said the dictomy of leadership. Uh, and I called him on instantly. I was like, you mean dichotomy, dumbass? <laughs> I was harsh. And he was like, hey, don't be a dick to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll call people out. I, I like to think that I don't call you out in social settings. Liar. Womp womp. She's lying. I, she I, does. That's why I said I like to think. <laughs> you could like to think all you want. <laughs> But now she, I've just gotten used to it at this point. And now whenever she does, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did it matter? No. <laughs> I know. That's your, that's your argument. Did you know what I was saying? Yeah. 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 You understood. <laughs> <laughs> you understood enough to try and make it sound better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's just kind of my most embarrassing in quotes. That's because I think a lot of people, I don't know, I think running is pretty embarrassing <laughs> for me. <laughs> That's good. Um, I was, so I work at a grocery store currently, and I was pushing the carts back into the corrals or whatever, and this lady <laughs> flat out hit me with her electric wheelchair. She was just riding in it, and she just like, like just drove up behind me and just hit me. <laughs> but she wasn't embarrassed. <laughs> Isn't that funny that, the, like, old people get away with everything? They don't have to get embarrassed. I mean, they can, like, fart in front of you. They can do anything. They can crap their pants in front of you. But they're like, oh, I don't have time for embarrassment. I've only got three years left. <laughs> they're on a limited time span here. I mean, I love, I can't wait to be old and know that I could just die any minute. So why bother? I don't want my last words to be sorry I farted on you or like sorry I hit you in my cart. Yeah, you've never done that though. You've never apologized for those yeah, things. No, I <laughs> see because I don't know when I'm gonna die. <laughs> I live that life. <laughs> yeah, embarrassment's fun. It's the spice of life. You know, it's that kind of embarrassment that you can look back on three years later and cringe. Yeah. It's what keeps, you know, you up at night sometimes. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. When you're just like, I did this when I was five. Yep. When you're like, oh, man, I've got a really big test tomorrow. I need to go to sleep ASAP. And then you just sit there for 20 minutes and you're like, oh, look at Remember that. Remember that time? I lost my car. Yeah. Thanks. That was going to stick with you for a while. Oh, my God. It'll never leave me. You're going to be 80 and you're going to be like, this one time. It 
just the sheer misery over it means that it will never leave me. But never have I been so happy to see my car. So perfect. It gave me joy in the end. <laughs> Remind me I said that tomorrow. I know when you're screaming at your car because it's piece of crap. Janky. I'm gonna be like, yeah, but remember how much you loved it yesterday? I cried so many happy tears over seeing her. <laughs> so the moral of the story is it's okay to be embarrassed as long as you're cute. Do embarrassing shit. That's the moral of the story. Just, God, I'm a curse monster today. I know. You're stressed. Be, I know, right? I, be embarrassed. Be embarrassed. It happens to everyone. Own it. Just, like, say it's embarrassing and it becomes a lot less embarrassing. Yeah. Like, when I hit myself in the face with my scanner, I was like, ooh, embarrassing <laughs> as I'm on the floor and conked down. Nobody's come back there to check up on me in 40 She was minutes. dead. She was actually dead <laughs> right. for 32 seconds. The janitor walked by. He was like, get up. <laughs> so be embarrassed. Live your life. Everybody is, I, I think, queer people and straight people can bond. Over embarrassment. Over embarrassment. You know? Yeah. I think that does it for another wonderful episode. The Queer Bait Podcast. Wonderful episode. That's right. You got to put that little emphasis. Your backup audio. Yeah. You're very good. You're like a looper. So make sure. Make sure what? Make sure that you like us. And subscribe. subscribe. I don't even know where you can like us. I don't think that's a thing. Subscribe to us on Apple. Podcast. Podcast. Podbean, Spotify. Yep. Right. Give us a review. Reviews. Very, very important. For as many times as I interrupt you and try to do this outro, I still haven't mastered you it. You still don't get Give it. Give us a five-star review. Rate us. <laughs> Write a review. Oh, my God. She's terrible. She's fumbling. <laughs> Stay queer. <laughs> Stay queer. <laughs>